0: Hello, hello, my beloved, and welcome to the Body Lit Business Podcast. I am your host, Odika Valan, and I am so, so excited about today's conversation. But before I dive in, I want to share something when it comes to the behind the scenes of my life. So I don't know how about you, but I have been really longing to find books that are more for relaxation and entertainment and not learning or studying about myself my body my nervous system business all the things so i have been craving to find a novel that is so exciting and captivating that i cannot put it down so this year i read a lot of books and one of them was the entire trilogy of the lord of the rings which was fascinating and right now i have been reading a book that you are most likely familiar with because so many people refer me to that book. And the book is called, can I please have the drum roll? Ta-da, ta-da. <laughs> a Court of Thorns and Roses. This is the first book. I already finished it in about, I don't know, a few days. And right now I am reading the second one. And it's so good, so engaging, so adventurous and also spicy and a little sexy that literally when I go to sleep, I just hope to wake up sooner than later so that I could read the book. When I work, I want to finish sooner than later so that I could read the book. (laughs) And so it is requiring a lot of willpower for me to actually get anything done. So it is my devotion to you to record this podcast episode. And as soon as I'm done, I am going to spend two hours reading the book. And by the way, if you have any recommendations for really captivating books that just can't put down, let me know. Because as many of us, you know, I have spent so many years reading self-development books that are really deep and serious and important. But at the same time, sometimes I just wanna fucking chill. (laughs) Okay, my love. So let's dive in. Today we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics of all times, and the topic is about thought leadership. To be honest, I became way more acquainted with this conversation when I began writing my book. This topic has been thrown around so much in our industry, and not everyone is a thought leader, of course. It takes many years. To build that but firstly in order to build that we want to know what is it so thought leadership is related to your values and to your mission it is related to your experience in a specific field where you are seen not just by yourself but also by others as an expert in that area this is the thing that holds it all together for you This is deeply related to your vision as well, and that vision is the thing that turns a coaching program into a legacy living movement. This is the thing that keeps you going when things get hard in life and in business. As a thought leader, of course, you are a leader, which means that you go first. You innovate. You set trends. You lead by example. You are not here to follow what other people are doing. You are here to come up with new creative solutions to improve whatever you see as a problem or as a challenge or as a gap in the world and also in your industry. And of course, as a coach, you don't have to be inventing the wheel every single time. You don't have to be inventing a whole new niche, you know, to be original and to be a thought leader. No. But as a thought leader, you are drawing upon your own experience in life while at the same time bridging that experience with your professional expertise and also adding a little sprinkle, well, a big sprinkle actually of your vision, of your devotion, because this is also deeply related to your values. There's this beautiful book on marketing called Your Stand is Your Brand right? So in this case, you are also clarifying what is it that you stand for? So as a little prompt for you to reflect upon, I would love to ask you this question. What do you stand for? What is the hill that you are ready to die on? Something that you believe in so deeply that you would do this even if you were not paid for it? something that you would stand up for and protect with your entire heart because this is what you believe in. This is the fabric that your soul is made of. One simple way to find your thought leadership and start creating it is by looking into the things that trigger you in your niche or your industry. I am a Scorpio moon, so I love going into the uncomfortable, shadowy places and This way, we actually get to find things that really move us. And so, of course, a trigger is often seen as something negative, but it's also what is really important to you? What is the thing that makes you feel? What is the thing that makes you want to say, fuck, enough, we can do better. And here's my solution. Not as an activist, but as a creator. An activist will often fight against. But as a creator, you stand for. So here's one of my favorite practices to teach in my programs. And this is something that we'll be doing in depth in my upcoming programs. Genesis is my program for the newer entrepreneurs. And we'll be looking at how to find your authentic voice, your strengths, your unique blueprint as a leader, as a teacher, as an entrepreneur. In Velocity, which is my somatic business mastermind for more established entrepreneurs, you will be looking at all the ways where you can truly build your thought leadership and truly own it with confidence. So, if you are interested in one of these programs, you'll find all the information in the show notes of this podcast episode. So, here's the practice that I really love teaching look at your industry, whether you teach yoga, wellness, fitness, business, money, intimacy, nervous system healing work, whatever that is, look at your fields and see what you perceive as being out of integrity. What is triggering to you? What do you feel as being incomplete as a conversation? What is done in unethical ways? which part of the conversation is actually missing take some time with us it's not an easy task we would rather avoid this conversation and just keep on doing what everyone else is doing but as a leader you are always zooming out to see the bigger picture and not just criticizing or putting someone down never but actually coming up with solutions so here you don't want to be reactionary It's not about reacting to someone being an asshole, someone who's being not integrity, but it's about collecting multiple points of data, looking at trends, and seeing how you can actually improve things through your sacred work. In this situation, I will emphasize again, it's not about calling people names or singling someone out and saying they are doing things in the wrong way. I disagree. But it's about a conversation that includes the word and. For example, I see that a lot of people are still using pain point marketing. Personally, it's something that drives me crazy when I see someone doing that. <sighs> I really can't stand it. But I will not take someone down and say that you are wrong and I am right. This is so outdated. This is not leadership. I will say that this is what I see happening in our coaching industry. This is an old way of marketing. And at the same time, I'm here to offer a different solution. And I call it a power body marketing. And I actually have an entire podcast episode on how to move from pain body marketing to power body marketing if you want to attract clients who are high caliber and self-led right so see how here i am acknowledging something that i see happening that i know a lot of people feel and i am using the word and and offering a solution and also sharing why the solution works and the reason why using the power body marketing or messaging is so much more important is because i consider my clients as powerful and whole beings I don't need to bring out their worst and make them feel like shit in order to sell them and then tell them that if you don't buy from me, your life is going to suck forever. Well, this is pain body marketing. You see, I hate it. (laughs) But in the power body marketing, I am actually making my client feel that I believe in her even more than she believes in herself. I am activating her potential. Oh, I have chills in my body and my chills always tell me that I am saying the truth. I am speaking to her as a sovereign being capable of making her own decision. I do not convince. I do not push. But I speak into her desires. I want to give you another example because I know that when I record these episodes, most of you tell me that this is so helpful when you share your private experience where it's not just about you know, showing the glamorous side, but also saying, Hey, I must go through challenges too. So, a few years ago, I was in a business mastermind, which was a high ticket experience, and I didn't make my research properly, to be honest. And I joined the mastermind because I was seduced by the seven figures shine, I was seduced by the hype. And what I learned very soon is that the way the mastermind was led was completely not in alignment with my values. There was a lot of fake hype. It was about pushing through at all costs. They were teaching how to use NLP on sales calls. For me, this is completely unethical. However, I chose to be there. A part of me decided that I needed to be there. I thought it's about making money, but actually it was about seeing all the things that are not being done in alignment with what i believe to be right and again i say what i believe to be right because that's going to be different for every single person in this mastermind there were moments where i felt so overwhelmed that i would literally cry on my bed after a call because i felt there's no way i could do all the things that i'm being told to do there's no way that a coach could tell me how much to charge from a program because my nervous system said I'm not ready to charge that much. It doesn't feel right. So in this mastermind, I learned so much by seeing what I want to create and do differently inside of the coaching industry. For me, this mastermind was an initiation that I did not expect into my own thought leadership. It taught me that I care so deeply to stand up and protect the feminine in all of us. I care so deeply about bringing somatic work to business so that we can scale our businesses in deep alignment with our nervous systems and deep somatic healing. And this is what we do in Genesis and in Velocity. This mastermind taught me how to advocate for ethical marketing. This mastermind also taught me how I care so deeply about being vulnerable, and raw as a human as opposed to pretending that i am always happy and i'm crushing it and i'm hyped up it's not true it's unrealistic right (laughs) so for me to get on the other side of this experience with really finding my thought leadership and not being an angry bitch i had to beat the shit out of pillows kevin can testify i was screaming so much (laughs) i was so angry about patriarchy i was so angry about so many things that are being done in ways that are harmful to our bodies and so it was of course my own personal stuff that came up and it took me quite a few months to be able to fully process everything semantically before i could speak about it in public and it was my integrity to not speak about it in public unless i could speak without charge Because if there is charge, it's my stuff to process. If there is charge, it's likely that I would be reactionary and not come from the right place. And the right place is the place where I can be neutral and also offer a clear solution to the problem that I see. So the first practice that I shared with you today was to write everything down that you see being done in ways that you see as incomplete, unethical, or even triggering, right? And then see if there's any emotions coming up. If so, then it is your time to process them. And then I will invite you to find your unique stance. How can you make this better? What is your vision? What is your solution? How do you make this situation more integrous and more aligned? Another prompt that I would love to give you And this is going to be the last prompt for today, is for you to write down what you stand for in your industry, in your niche, in your field. One way of doing this is by writing down the sentence, this is what I am here to do, and you allow a stream of consciousness. Or another one is, this is what I want you to know, and you allow a stream of consciousness. And by writing this, you will get very clear on what it is that you stand for. What are your non-negotiables as a leader? What kind of pathways you're here to blaze as a creator? So when you come up with all the things that you stand for, the next step, of course, is to let the world know. Because the world is hungry for embodied leaders who are so tapped into their values and into their mission. So when you share what it is that you stand for, please tag me on your stories, in your post, send me DM. I would so love to see it because this is the work that I stand for. What I stand for is you rising up, feeling confident to use your voice, finding the inner safety to say the thing that may be polarizing, that may be uncomfortable, but yet it is so deeply ingrained in yourself. That you cannot not say it not speaking up would feel like betraying yourself so may you find that deep inner wisdom that deep inner safety to really claim your thought leadership again this is the work we'll be doing so in depth in velocity this is literally one percent of the depth of the work we will be doing in velocity so imagine how your business is going to explode when you really claim your thought leadership. Remember, as a leader, you go first. You innovate. Your stand is your brand. And what you stand for makes up the essence of your business. I can't wait to see you shine, my love. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next episode.